0: Episode three is dedicated to Brittany. Brittany is an amazing artist who can get super creative on many mediums. Their tattoo work is so unique and sought out by many. I felt so honored that they chose to support my project. It's always so validating when another artist recognizes your talent. So thank you for seeing me, Brittany, and supporting me. A special thank you for your donation and your contribution to getting this project started. This is the Out Podcast. And today's guest is Naomi. Um, Naomi, I like to ask four questions of everybody that comes on. First question is, I'm just going to list off the questions and then you can answer them at the at the end, okay? So I just want your name, your age, how long you've been out, and describe your perfect day.
1: Ooh, all right. Uh, my name is Naomi. I am 27 years old. How long have I been out? Damn, shit! I gotta go back now. I've been out since I was fourteen. So, what is that? You guys do the math. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good call. Put it on there. <laughs> yeah, I almost did the math. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Perfect day would be: I'm in a hotel room, naked, getting room service with a mud mask, taking a bath. Nice. It <laughs> sounds like
0: an amazing day.
1: Oh, well, preferably my girlfriend, and we're like fucking like most of the day. <laughs> that is a great perfect day. Yeah. Right. And then- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you to keep going. There's more to it. Massages included. We have we get like massages, and we're in like nice little hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound amazing. Right. <laughs> I think you had that perfectly
0: recently, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: right. That uh, was last week. <laughs>
0: All right, awesome. So um, just like I tell everybody else, go ahead and jump right on in whenever you're ready and just uh, tell us your coming out story.
1: All right, coming out. Um, yeah, I came out when I was 14. Uh, luckily, I had a dad that also came out when I was six, so it was not something new to me being gay or just coming out in the coming out process and just, you know, the difficulties I would face or not face and uh, just, you know, mainly I was concerned about coming out to my mom because I feel like when my dad came out, it was a huge shock to her and Uh, I came from a Mennonite Christian family, so uh, being gay just, like, wasn't acceptable, you know? And I was afraid that she would—I would bring more pain to her and more shame to the family. And so I told my dad first, and he was like, I know, and like— it's pretty obvious. And I was just kind of waiting for you to find your sexuality before you told me. And I was like, thank you for understanding. That was so easy. And then I just didn't tell my mom (laughs) for a while. And then, uh, I started fucking this chick named Chelsea and my mom realized that like, I kept going over to her house and she just kind of like started questioning things and... We are like, on our way to church, and she was like, Naomi, like, are you intimate with Chelsea? And I was just like, first of all, like, what kind of question is that? Like, like, who asked the real like, kid if they're gay like that? But then I was kind of like, yes, like... Well, first I was like, what do you mean? And then I was like, yes, like, I'm intimate with Chelsea. And, uh... Yeah, she was just silent after that, and she, like, cried during the church service. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Um, and then she was just kind of like, I love you, and, you know, I'll never accept the fact that you're gay, but I'll still, you know, love you as my daughter. And I was like, you know, that's all you can really ask. And no matter what, like, you know, I always tell myself to be honest and listen to yourself no matter what. And that was kind of what comes down to it is like, I would never not be who I am, you know, and I would never be scared of who I am no matter what that means. And I feel like that's so important in this life and in lives to come. And yeah, but definitely a lot of anxiety. At first, like, I lost a bunch of weight before, like, I couldn't eat, you know, before I came out to my friends, because I was so afraid of what they would think, and, you know, now it's like, I have a beautiful girlfriend, and life is great, and I live in, like, you know, the Bay Area, like, San Francisco, which is, like, one of the most liberal places right now, and, like, if I knew that that was going to be the end result, I wouldn't have been so worried, but just, like, as a kid, all you can see is, like fear and like the thought of your parents not loving you and i guess like if anything i push those who do think that to like come out and you know just be who you are because there are people just like you and it's okay and you know there's like it's normal <laughs> you're normal you know yeah. what it
0: what it was for me it was like it felt more of a like a relief like yeah. it wasn't even about like for me. I guess it is nice. I mean, I have the same a very similar situation where I have a beautiful girlfriend and I enjoy my life and I love being gay. Is like one of my favorite parts about me. I love the friends that I've made in my gay community. Um, but for me, it was more about feeling okay with myself and be, being comfortable with myself, even though I knew. I came from a very religious area, very conservative, and I knew that, like, it wasn't going to be easy. I was like, it's worth the risk, it's worth everything for me to just be comfortable with who I am instead of trying to, like, navigate or play a part, you know, that I didn't feel comfortable playing.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I feel like, too, it's easy to be, like, well... I don't identify, you know, it's like, what, lesbians aren't talked about, you know, it's always about the gay man, or, like, sex is about penetration, and if you can't penetrate, then it's not sex, and it's like, maybe lesbians cuddle, but what else did they do, you know, it's like, oh, it's seen as hot, and you're, like, an object, and it's just not, like, taken serious, like, like, lesbian sex education is not even a thing. You know, and it's like, well, if that doesn't exist, then, you know, your feelings almost, it just, it makes it weird. Like, I feel like there's no definition and no guideline to go off of. And that was, and still, I f- you know, I feel like that today. Like, I feel like even relationship books are all, like, male-dominated. Or if they're not, it's like like centered towards just the word gay like it's never like just centered towards the word lesbian and I feel like that was that's really hard like in a small town too you know like yeah
0: I hear you. <laughs> okay. did you uh, did, is that something you ex- feel like you experienced? Did you come up did you grow up in a small town?
1: Yeah I grew up in Augusta Maine whereas like lesbians aren't talked about like yeah you have gay men like there are some gay men but there were no, there was one out girl in my high school. The rest was, then I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to go to an all-women's college, because like... <laughs> when
0: you, so when you came out, like, or when you were thinking about coming out, this was roughly in high school, right? Like, 14 years old. What, what grade was that?
1: 14, yeah. Uh, high school. Freshman. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew we'd get there. It was it was fun too and
0: I had faith in you and you, you pulled it you pulled it through. I'm proud of you. Um no, but uh so freshman year, that's that's some very like scary like social anxiety years. Yeah. And for you to come out and be in that small of a community and then also have no other like lesbians around, yeah. That's some uh that's some pretty self-identifying shit there. That's awesome, dude.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess so. Like, definitely... Well, part of it was my dad coming out. You know, that was a huge thing. And that he was so scared to come out that he literally thought he was going to be struck by lightning. He was, like, so brainwashed. He went to a really small college. He married my mom young. He had two kids young. And he was, like, he felt trapped. He felt like there was no way out. And... For him to come out and disrupt a Mennonite Christian family, like, his his whole family disowned him. They stopped talking to him. Um, he got really depressed. And, you know, I just seen that. I was like, I cannot be like that. There's no way that... I would ever not stay true to myself because I see how detrimental that is to the people around you in your lives when you're just not being true to yourself and you're living this, like, weird bystander life. And, yeah, I was just kind of like, no, there's no way. I'm always going to be true. I'm always going to be who I am. And that's, you know, to my core. Yeah.
0: That's really interesting, that perspective of, like, when you don't come out until – A long time. Like,
1: 40. He was 40 years old. That, how that
0: affects other folks because they were, you know, also living the lie with It's so
1: fucking powerful. Yeah, that's so interesting.
0: I never thought of it from that perspective. Yeah. How is your dad now? Is he...
1: He's married. Yeah, he's married. Fucking a happy-ass husband. He has a house. And, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, it did really affect the family as a whole unit. But he's... I'm so glad that he did that, you know, and I'm so glad that he listened to himself because I think, I think he would have like committed suicide if he didn't or something. He was really depressed and sad and just not doing okay, you know, and and angry. He was really angry. And after he came out, totally different guy.
0: That's great. That's great that he's found himself, found his partner and is yeah. thriving. Totally. Um, that's awesome. Well, yeah. yeah. Gnomes, thank you for sharing <laughs> your story. That's an amazing story. Really appreciate it. Um, I like to ask everybody that comes on if there's somebody out there that is struggling coming out or is scared. There's so many you know, reasons why people don't come out. What kind of advice would you have or what are some words of wisdom you'd have for them?
1: Um, I would say... Reach out to the LGBTQ centers in your community if there are any. Um, but normally there are there are some in every uh, city or um, town. If you don't reach out to the one closest in the closest city, um, and try and. Like, be honest with yourself, you know, no matter how hard it is, and be around, like, when you're old enough, try and get around people that are, you know, like you, like liberal cities, people that are gay in communities, and stay healthy, you know, like, don't escape with drugs and alcohol, like, listen to your body, listen to your mind, listen to your spirit. And like, know that you are normal, and if anything, you're more beautiful because you shine and see differences in the world, and that's how that's a beautiful thing. And like, use that as a gift to do something good in the world, like something creative, art, whatever, like, whatever you're passionate about, and like, take care of you and do that passion because that's how the world is gonna fucking prosper.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's also, I'm sure, online resources, even if you can't yeah. make it to like a, a place like, you know, maybe there's not an option to get to a place, but mm-hmm. there are online resources and I'm sure they have like hotlines and things like that um, for folks. I mean, even to just get advice or just to mm-hmm. talk to somebody yeah. that, you know, it's, it's always nice to know that you're not alone in the world even Mm. though sometimes it feels like you are Mm -hmm. you know maybe geographically where you live Mm. but you know there's so many folks out there that are just like you yeah that have you know all their different coming out stories and um have you know made choices in their lives to get them where they are now Mm -hmm. to feel comfortable with their outness so thank you naomi for sharing really appreciate it